0: Hi everyone, Chris here. And today I wanted to touch on sort of the way I deal with approaching subject matter experts. And because it can be kind of interesting for an instructional designer to deal with a subject matter expert because they're just people and people are unique and different. So typically I find probably the easiest metric for sort of gauging how to engage with a subject matter expert is um, on the scale of they were assigned to you and they don't want to deal with this and they don't even want to be there to they thought they were going to run the show and they thought they were going to be the hero and who are you to usurp all their glory? Um, And, you know, it sort of flows on that that dynamic. So on the one extreme for the subject matter expert who, you know, they're the expert, they're in their thing, they're going, 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 they don't want to be bothered with, you, you're wasting their time. I find it really helpful to be very structured. This is exactly what I'm gonna need time-wise. And you know, it's not a good thing to lie. Lying is bad. Um, Lying is the devil, but sometimes embellishing can be helpful. And this I find embellishing, like how long you think it's gonna take can help. And then, um, you know, so we need to sit down and like, you need to tell me if these learning objectives are right this should take about 45 minutes when really it's gonna take 20. Um, and then you could put that in. Like, I, don't, don't worry about these times. We could get this done in half the usual time because you're so great. I have no problem doing that. Um, and then on the other extreme, you have the person who was told to make a class and you were assigned to them. And now they're like, who's this, who's this person here gonna like take over and this was my baby. And so for that person, I find it helpful to um, channel your inner Obi-Wan Kenobi. And if they know that you're gonna sit in the background and the learner is never gonna see you, not even know your name, that they're the star of the show, they're the hero of the story, they are Luke Skywalker in my example here, um, then then it's a better chance that they're gonna utilize you as a resource. So that's kind of the, the two extremes in the way I, I sort of look at it. You have the subject matter expert who was assigned to you, who is your resource, and uh, they don't want to have anything to do with it. you got to like really minimize the disruption and the time you're taking from them. And then you have the subject matter expert who wants to be the hero of the story. And so um, you're not the sidekick. You're the mentor who's going to teach them how to be the best hero they can be. You're going to be that Obi-Wan Kenobi to their Luke Skywalker. And so that's kind of the way I approach it. And, you know, everyone's different and every situation is different, but it does help when um, you make the other person feel valuable um, because on the, one ex- on the one extreme, you're making the person who doesn't have time for you, you're valuing their time. And the person who wants to be the hero, you're valuing their contribution and you're valuing their abilities. And so just instilling that confidence uh, in your subject matter expert, that you are there as a resource to them and that you're not going to waste their time and you're going to show that they are the hero of the story. So I will talk with you tomorrow. But uh, before I go, how do you deal with subject matter experts? And um, have you ever had a really good one or a really bad one that uh, made your day or ruined your day? Anyway, I'll talk with you tomorrow.